at Stuart Harshaw, CEO at Nickel Creek Platinum. Uh, we're one of the largest uh, nickel, copper, cobalt, and PGM uh, deposits in the world. Uh, and uh, we've got a project in the Yukon and very excited to talk to you today. Stuart, lovely uh, to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Uh, nickel story, Yukon, both things we like. Um, uh, so we're going to hear all about it today. It's, look, it's given us a new story to us. I'd like you to maybe kind of go back uh, a, a bit because, like I say, it's, it's, it's new uh, to the market, not just us. So um, when, did this, when did this kick off in its current incarnation? Yeah, so, well, I joined the, the company back in, in October uh, last year. So it's uh, been a COVID start for me. The, uh, the, the company itself uh, had some mining occur back in 72. It went through different uh, names. Uh, people known it as Platinum, uh, different names, Walgreen. Um, it really uh, has kicked off as a nickel project in the last uh, year. That's been really the, 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 sh the shift in focus is really to kind of push this into the, for what it is, which is a, a nickel project with about 55% of its value uh, really coming out of uh, the nickel space. Okay, what, what's your background, Stuart? Where, where have you come from? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I spent uh, 28 years with, uh, with uh, Inco and then Ballet, uh, so out of the base metals, uh, both uh, in operating roles, uh, executive roles, uh, managing Asian business, European business, uh, and uh, you know, obviously working out of Canada um, and uh, in Sudbury running uh, mines, mills, and smelters. Right, so Inco gives you the credibility to be talking nickel. Um, and what about the rest of the team? Uh, so Cam Bell, who's uh, our geologist, uh, he also came out of uh, 30 plus years uh, in, in uh, Inco uh, Ballet and uh, where he was running the exploration program. So definitely one of the more knowledgeable nickel guys in the world. Uh, Heather White, who's our technical uh, expert, and uh, she's a mining engineer, uh, built uh, Voisy Bay Mine, uh, and so has a lot of pedigree in terms of uh, skill sets. And uh, Joe uh, Romanello, who's been spending uh, as a CFO uh, for, for the last uh, five years with, uh, with the company. Right. Okay. So you, you've got mine builders there and big, big blue chip, big company, Inco Ballet Experience. Um, so you're not setting out as you're doing exploration on a former producing asset, but your plan is to get this thing up into production, is it? Oh, well, to me, this is definitely taking along the, the development. Like I'm not, I'm not a geologist, can't talk to all the geology all the time. Uh, uh, but what I do uh, like to see is is the nickel market. So I'm really focused on bringing this forward at a time when you know the world needs the nickel. This is the time for Nickel Creek. So to me, this is we got to take it along the development path. Okay. So, but but then what happens? You 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 prove up whatever you want to prove up, and, and then what? You hand it over to someone? No, not necessarily. I mean, it really depends on on where the market is at the time. There's lots of different, uh, the market's got really complex now uh, compared to the traditional, you junior gets bought out by senior minor and it gets developed. Uh, there's a lot more players in the game. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, automotive companies that are starting to kind of go downstream. The battery makers are starting to go downstream. So the opportunity, the streaming companies in the last 15 years of just, you know, exploded in terms of their <laughs> involvement. So the opportunities to do it alone in that sense have uh, have improved dramatically. So it's not that we're reliant on uh, on making a, a deal with a senior. It's uh, it's something I think we can do without. 
Yeah, no, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at, because when I, when I walk into investments, I'm, I want to know what I'm walking into. So the team, right. impressive, tick, it's former producing property, that has its advantages, right? But in terms of the way that you go about financing it is, is, is really important to me, and to what end? So I want to know, is your team thinking, if you can structure whatever whatever that structure is, um, the, the finances for this, you are capable of getting this into production, or is that... Is that not where you want to go with this? I, I would absolutely want to go with that. Okay. To there. And I want to see this get into production. Absolutely. Um, my, my point was just uh, to that, uh, you know, the path is, is never like uh, set in stone. You have to be able to adjust as, as you move forward with it. But I've got the team to take it into, in, into that uh, production side. Got it. Okay, fine. I wanna, that's, that's useful to know. Um, right, let, let's start with what you set out to try to do. You came in last October. Some, what, someone else brought you in or is this something that you put? You said, decided you want to walk into and, and put together because you see the potential? And if so, what, what is it that you're trying to do? Yeah, so I, no, I was brought in uh, the, the previous year. CEO had shifted back into the into the gold space, and so I, I was brought back. I was brought in based on my uh, nickel experience. So because uh, what the recognition was that we have this world class asset, and and yes, we can continue to do exploration on our on our on our area, and we will find uh, more nickel. But when you have this kind of asset, you need to actually have a view in terms of all the pieces of the market. So it's not just knowing. Um, you know, the, the different capital raising groups or anything else. It's actually knowing all the mining companies. It's about knowing all of the intermediate companies, uh, you know, the, the battery manufacturers. It's, a, it's about being able to communicate into that space. And that's really, I joined because I see this as an opportunity to take a project to that next step. Okay, if I look at what's happening, so that's all kind of big talk and big blue chip talk, right? But you're now operating down at a kind of capital constrained level Expiration. Mm-hmm. You raised whatever it was, three point six million bucks back in April. Um, it's a different world, and you've got different sets of problems, right? So opportunity is everything ahead of you, but you've got to finance it. So, uh, and you, you've kind of fallen off the cliff a little bit recently. Um, so, what, what, what do you feel is going on? Is that you, is that a COVID thing? Or is it? A, well, it can't be a nickel thing because I'm looking at the supply demand fundamentals. It, it ain't that. Um, what's happening? What do you think, Simon? Yeah, well, my view on it is that the market hasn't recognized that this is a project that's moving along the, the, the curve. And, and really, I, you know, part of that, I think, is uh, the lack of being out in the market and being aware. I mean, this isn't a new project. And so it's always difficult to you know, renew the interest in a, in a project. And, and that's, to me, kind of where I've been trying to focus for like the last three months is trying to get the 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 understanding of the fundamentals this project kind of provides. And yes, you know, you need to actually raise monies to do PFS. You need to raise money, uh, you know, each step of the way. And it's about having the underlying value recognized. And that's, that's really where, uh, you know, the focus has to be. Okay. Well, let, let, let's help people make people try and understand that a bit because, um, it's obviously got scale to it. So tell, tell us uh, what you what you walked into in terms of what you knew about the the, the, the properties and, and, and the assets. Sure. They, so the well green deposit itself, it's uh, 323 million tons of measured and indicated, which is large. It's cut 850,000 tons of nickel, 500,000 tons of copper and 5.8 million troy ounces of, of uh, PGMs. So this is um, 25 plus year 
operation uh, type uh, uh, minimum uh, operation uh, going forward. So it's a large, uh, you know, ore body with a long life. Um, obviously, there's, you know, inferred and there's more opportunity to find more of the more material as you go. But at everything post 25, there's no point. Um, so, yeah. So when you take a look at that, that, that nugget uh, that we have, it's, um, it, it's got the makings of a great mine. <clears throat> now, like everything else, we've got an 18 kilometer, uh, you know, ultramafic uh, strike length. And along that, there's been historical findings on, you know, surface and, and some, some drill holes put in. So we believe we have a district. We believe that there's more opportunity to find more nickel. So when I came in back in, in October, my focus really was this, this project is going to move forward. The question is just when. Yeah, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to work it out. Those are big numbers already. Like you say, you don't need to do too much more work in terms of building the size of the resource or anything. It, what are people not getting then, do you think? Because is it, is it location? Is it something's happened historically? Is the fact that the company hasn't moved things uh, along for a long time, so it's like an old story now? Or do you think there's, again, there's some knowledge about what the potential um, technical issues could be around the, the, the Met side of stuff or the economics? I mean, there's, there's some massive disconnect, and it's not just about telling the story because it, 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 it feels like you know, people I, aren't paying I, attention. Yeah, no, I, I see where you're at. Like, and so, so metallurgically, I mean, we did a lot of the, the good work, right? So we did, took composite samples, went through XPS and Sudbury, had the full suite done in terms of recoveries, uh, you know, the ability to produce a, a concentrate, to produce a, a, a copper concentrate. So we can either do a bulk or we can split it into nickel and copper. And so, you know, the recoveries were defined. So everything has been de-risked on this project. Uh, you know, if you take a look at, you know, history uh, for it, I think it was really played as a PGM deposit uh, in the past. And so people in the PGM space had this as a, as a, as a PGM and a lot of the investors, uh, you know, were talked to were in the PGM space. And although 5.8 million troy ounces of PGMs is nothing to snuff at, that's still only 25% of the contained value. Um, you know, the value driver is still nickel. And I think that's the that's that was the missing that we you know it wasn't on the nickel radar, it was more on the PGM radar. And unfortunately, on a PGM radar, it was being dragged down, if you will, by the lower nickel prices four or five years ago. I mean, uh, you know, the nickel has seen you know because of the laterites in Indonesia a real low level, if you will, for the last you know number of years, and the PGMs weren't enough to pull it out. Right. So, so does this project just because PG, PGMs or PGEs, they're hard to understand for, for, for retail because the erratic nature, people don't tend to spend a lot of time on them, or historically erratic anyway. Um, does this stand up as a just pure plain nickel project, forgetting the byproducts of nick, uh, the PGMs, the, the coppers, the cobalts, et cetera, just on the nickel? What does this look like? Well, it's a it's a large nickel deposit. So, so to me, this is a large nickel deposit with copper, uh, and it can feed into the EV battery market. It's it really meets all the criteria of of uh, of that side of the uh, of, of the uh, the nickel marketing, if you will, like of the of the hitting of uh, the EV. It's the uh, a combination of uh, of 
location, the Yukon, where it got good infrastructure. It's a mining friendly. So North America is, you know, is a friendly place. And, and we've got the infrastructure in the Yukon to kind of move it forward. So it's not the Yukon. Um, I don't believe that's that. I think I see that as a positive, uh, you know, for, for its location. So to me, it's a large nickel project. And yes, byproducts should never be discounted in the sense that they're byproducts and you shouldn't focus on them as a, uh, you know, they just, they come with the nickel. It's, and that's how I would define it. Yes, it's, it's, it's a bonus to, to, to have, obviously, and can, it can be very meaningful in, at times. But I just, in terms of also, tell, you know, the narrative and telling the story, people need to know what they're looking at. And this is a, this is a nickel story, right? So um, you, you told us the, the quantum, what the volume, what's there. What, what was the what's those average grade that you're aware of? Uh, it's 0.26%. So it's in the, the, you know, I would say the lower grade under 1%. Uh, so it kind of fits into that uh, band of, of lower grade nickel projects. Yeah. Right. So you need a lot of it to make it work. So sulfur, there, there, there are a lot of nickel sulfide um, projects out there, and they, but they, they need that scale for the throughput, for the economics um, to work. So again, you, I mean, just maybe you explain your, your version of why uh, it works down at these levels. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's just based on mill and recovery. You know? So you build enough, a, a big enough mill and you get, uh, you get the nickel coming out, right? So the recoveries uh, really are, uh, to me, uh, you know, incredibly um, important in terms of, uh, you know, the overall economics, uh, but the ability to move. So this is open pit. This is this is the ability to move a, a lot of uh, material and through the mill in order to produce the, the nickel. Like to me, uh, this this is you know straight economics. And and the reason these projects weren't built ten years ago was that the nickel price was at a place it wasn't. The nickel price today is at the place of where it's going forward. To, to make these uh, these type of projects uh, profitable. Right, and can we, I'm just you know thinking back to your, your Inca experience and the Valley experience of others in, in, in the team, it's, you know, these are big CapEx requirements here. And, you know, when you're sitting at 30, 35 million bucks, depending on the day of the week, for you guys, um, that's that's a long ways off, right? So what what is it that you can, you feel that you need to piece together with your kind of big company blue chip mentality here to move you from, you know, 30 million market cap and whatever associated share price, you know, because it, it, it's it's you've got a long way to go. You've got a lot to prove. Scale seems critical to you. So maybe my earlier comment of you've got enough isn't necessarily true. It's a, your scale is incredibly important. You have to have enough to, you know, enough tons coming out. And that's why I say the byproduct, you know, credits really, you know, are important because if you look at our, our nickel equivalent grade, we're at about 0.5% nickel on a nickel equivalent grade. So, you know, when you're mining at 0.5 in an open pit, that's, that's, you know, you've got what you want in terms of from the economics, right? So that's, that's the big driver, if you will, from a, from a volume point of view. Right, and talk to me about the talk to me about the share register at the moment because obviously I'm looking at the you know, blue chip board, but who's kind of followed you into this story? Yeah, so we still got you know big support. Uh, Electrum is one is our, our biggest uh, shareholder at thirty one percent. We've got RCF in there. Uh, we've got a you know company out of uh, out of. Uh, uh, Drake out of uh, New York City, but so we have some institutional support uh, that makes up about fifty percent of the. Uh, is the that new? Is that is that new money? 
No, no. So they've all been in for in this story for for the last uh, five years or or thereabouts. And so to me, this is these are uh, strong support have been behind, you know, all the raisings. They're they're involved in all the all of the the, the move forward that we've had so far. Well, it it it. it it's strong support, or maybe they're a captive audience. You know, so when you say they've been following their money, and are they, are they doing it pro rata, or are they just hoping that some way they can get out at some point here? So I'm trying to work out how you, you as a CEO, you as a new t- new team, you know, manage that side of things when the story's been going on for so long that you, you kind of inherit all of this history, which isn't necessarily positive history. So. What are the conversations you're having with these guys to say, don't worry, it's going to be okay? Well, that's that's the that's the key to all those conversations is about taking you know Nickel Creek along the path. Like to me, the development path, like the next step is really a PFS. So if you you need you need to actually get this project um, into the PFS stage in order to to really get on people's radar in terms of that yet yeah, that this is actually coming because you're right, a thirty million cap exploration company is a long way away from 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 an operating company um, but we've done a lot of that work right so a lot of the engineering work and a lot of that uh, metallurgical work that's that's all behind us we've got that behind you know so to me to complete the PFS get it on the radar you know this company it should be you know comparable to any of the other companies with a with a PFS on the, on the development path which should shift us into the next uh, into the next range okay and so you I know you've made you put out some press releases around um, drill programs and exploration, et cetera. But a lot, a lot of the information, well, sorry, is a lot of the information just historic that you're having to reinterpret or is there new data feeding into that which will, you know, Hopefully, make the make the PFS stand out a bit. Well, the, the the challenge with the with the new exploration. So we had great results. You know, two to four percent nickel. Uh, you know, over uh, you know shallow in that sort of thirty to sixty meters. It's got one to four grams per ton of uh, platinum and palladium. So it's a it's a high grade deposit or high grade uh, uh, hit, if you will, in terms of what we what we got. And to be honest with you, the the, the timing to take that to a you know to a resource in order to get it in at a high enough level to get into PFS I don't necessarily want to wait so I I I consider that stuff to be an example of what we're going to be able to do and it's going to be upside for the PFS uh, but you know I don't want to wait to to define another resource to put into a, in, into a into a PFS I want to push forward with the PFS right so in in a way it's just was this more about an engineering or earth moving exercise? Is that is that what the PFS yeah, well, is effectively going to be, right? These, yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's what uh, when you when you say a lower grade open pit, this is all um, just earth moving, right? I mean, your forty five thousand ton per day mill is is kind of the the the, the, the order of magnitude you know that we're looking at, and and that's 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 a large you know, uh, moving of earth uh, operation. And and as a result, to me, from a capital point of view, it has some capital intensity because you got, you know, when you're moving that, you got the, the big machines and you, you got, you know, from a mining perspective, um, these are things that are well known. It's not new technology. Not, like nothing we're doing is, is uh, you know, you know, Breaking any ground from a from a techno technological point of view, it's literally just a, a financial conversation. Yeah, that's, see that's see, that's kind of interesting to me because it's it's so simple, so basic. Yeah, and as long as the network stacks up and you, you know you, you're comfortable with that, then it's just financing a an en- an engineering endeavor 
processing, nickel, copper, and P PGMs. I mean, so essentially, so again, again, I'm, I'm, what conversations are you having or with, with people? Or do you need to wait? PFS will allow you to start having conversations. Feasibility will be again something that you'd want to expedite to allow you to have more financial conversations or get a sense of the finances. And, and, and what sort of time frame we're talking about for all of this? Because you must have a view about how to play this, right? Because at the moment, market's looking at this and going, I'm not sure. You, you've had a sort of st steady decline this year from when you, you know, well, it seems, seems to be, you know, your highs of 19 cents and you're sort of down around eight at the moment. So something's not gelling. I don't necessarily think it's the nickel market. What, what do you need to do? What do people need to see? Well, they need to see that this is a, on a path for right? And you, you hit it on that. I mean, you need to be kind of moving towards, a, you know, completing the PFS until you actually have a, a document in hand. You know, that's a key component of this is, is making sure that you have a document in hand to, to talk about it. So when you're talking with the automotive companies, when you're talking with the, the intermediates in the battery uh, business, you need to actually have, a, you know, a, a conversation of, this, this is our numbers and we can talk about them. You know, we can talk about how confident we are in our metallurgy because we've done this. You know, we've de-risked it. Here, you can look at all of our numbers. You know, you need to have those conversations to get the interest level, um, you know, in order to then take the next step onto the feasibility, right? So to me, you know, the nickel market, and we've, we, we can talk about it, is, is at that stage where, you know, you need to be uh, moving. And that's really, that's, that's my focus. I want to be seen as moving and moving. It's not just, you know, it, you can't just be moving. You need to be seen to be moving. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so I want to, I want to actually, you know, get, get out the message that we're, we're at that stage, right? We're, we're moving. We haven't been moving in the past. And I think a lot of that was a bit of that hangover that we've talked about. It's been an older project. It's been played as a PGM, the market, the low nickel price environment, it, it just, you know, it just wasn't exciting two years ago. Everybody forgets, you know, two years ago, there was a little bit of talk of EV. It wasn't, you know, it, but now, you know, people are started saying, oh, wait, all the automotive companies are investing. All the countries are saying we have to hit these targets. Some countries are saying we're going to get rid of, you know, petrol, uh, you know, engines by X dates. And so it's actually got a life of its own now. So now people are believing it. Yeah, no, I, th I think the narrative is there um, for sure. But everyone in that food chain, look, looking at you, who may you know may, may want to look at you, needs to believe that this is something that can get into production and produce nickel economically, and not be you know waiting for a you know significantly higher uh, nickel nickel price, right? So you, all you can do is those baby steps to, to get you there. So to to that end, next big meaningful step is the. Uh, pre-fees, right? So you raised a little bit of money at the beginning of the year. Have you, are you financed to get through to the end of a feasibility study? And, you know, is it more desk work, i.e. cheaper uh, stuff that you're you're looking at doing, or do you need to be spending money out in the field? Yeah. So, I mean, for, first off, we're still in that raising. So, you know, raising money is going to occur, need to occur in, in the new year in order to pay for it. We do have to do some field work. Uh, so we have geotech drilling that's required on the pit walls. Um, so that's, you know, pretty standard stuff in order to, to ensure that you have the, you know, the proper angles on your pits. And uh, there's a little bit of infill drilling, maybe a thousand meters of uh, infill drilling that we need to do. Um, 
but it, you know, a lot of it is just actually, you know, going through existing engineering that we've done. We've done a lot of detailed engineering and, and, and getting those engineering uh, type uh, programs up to a PFS level. So that's, that's really the combination. Is it a year to, to get it complete? Yeah, probably in that order of magnitude, uh, plus or minus, you know, you know, we all know that the world uh, doesn't seem to move in the same pace it used to move. Uh, um, but at the same time, you know, that's kind of the, the view is that, you know, if we were having a conversation Q1 uh, 2023, we would be in a, you know, having a conversation about the, the PFS. Okay, so given given that time frame, um, what are the things that are important for the PFS, I therefore should be important for shareholders or potential shareholders to be looking at over the next 12 months? What are the things you're going to do? That you think people well, should pay attention the, to. The key is, you know, raise, raising the money. So the okay. first step is going to be raising the money. So yep. that's you know, once we have the money, um, then then really it's it's the drill program. So the the drill program occur in the summer. Um, that'll kind of go out. Um, we would actually, you know, leverage you know that at the same time as doing some more drilling on 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 the arch area in order to kind of start raising that to, towards resource. And, and then, uh, you know, it would be the finishing the engineering off uh, after the summer when we have all the data and then making an announcement. That's kind of the, the, okay. the, the three time zones. Okay. Stuart, appreciate you coming on the show, talking about it. Um, excited. Your reputation precedes you. Good, good, good team. Um, just want to see you start extracting that value and sharing that with the audience uh, and, and the market, you know, over the next 12 months before that PFS comes out. Appreciate it. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. That was great.